This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 257. Show notes for this episode, including all links mentioned in the episode and any discount codes for our sponsors can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 257. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Before we get started today, I have to tell you that this is the week. This is the week that I am opening registration for the Shameless Mom Momentum Mamas. So the Shameless Mom Momentum Mamas is going to be a membership community where mamas will be coming together to build community, camaraderie, connection, and you're going to get weekly group coaching. You're going to get cheat sheets, templates, and toolkits to help you take action and build momentum in all sorts of areas of your life. You're going to have a private Facebook group where you can build relationships with other mamas. Also, you can connect with me to get feedback, input, support, however you need it. We are going to have a monthly book club in the Momentum Mamas. So dying for this. I think that's what I'm most excited about is the book club. Also, we're going to have monthly happy hours and all this is going to happen virtually. So you can participate from anywhere in the world. And we're also going to have guest experts who are going to come in and do special guest spots. So private little guest expert parties where people will be coming in to support you all. I'll be bringing in special guests with certain areas of expertise to entertain you and educate you. It's going to be amazing. So if you want to join us for the Momentum Mamas, if you're interested in just learning more, make sure you get on the wait list. If you're on the wait list, you get 
the early bird registration information where you will get a discount and special bonuses that only people on the waitlist get. So to do that, you're going to go to shamelessmom.com forward slash waitlist and you will get more information in just a couple days. So again, go to shamelessmom.com forward slash waitlist to get on the early bird registration so that you can get a discount to the Momentum Mamas, special bonuses for the Momentum Mamas, and be one of the cool kids. It's going to be pretty amazing. All right, I'll see you over there. Hello, Shameless Moms. So happy to be bringing you your Shameless Mom of the Week. So just a quick reminder that our Shameless Mom of the Week comes from our reviews over at Apple Podcasts. If you want to nominate yourself for Shameless Mom of the Week, all you do is go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, which drops you into Apple Podcasts. And you click on write a review. And you tell me how the Shameless Mom Academy has impacted your life. So today, the nominee is... E-M-T-A-A. So if you don't leave a name at the end of your review, I get just your weird screen name, which maybe is all some people want. But anyways, in this particular one, I don't have an actual name. I just have E-M-T-A-A. And she says, I love that this podcast is so relatable and honest. I truly look forward to listening each week. In the middle of trying to survive anxiety and depression, this podcast has been instrumental in establishing and following self-care goals for myself. It has made me a more shameless mom because it has made me more aware of self-love, self-care, self-help, basically putting myself first. You cannot pour from an empty glass. So this has really helped me find the necessary guilt-free balance in order to provide for my family. So thank you so much, EMTAA. I so, so appreciate you writing and submitting this. And I chose it. I chose you as Shameless Mom of the Week because I really admire anyone who can come forth and acknowledge their struggle with anxiety and depression. I think it's something that's really, really common, especially, I mean, I think it's common among women no matter what, but I think it's really common in the early years of motherhood. And that's when we tend to struggle most with self-love, self-care, self-help. And I just really appreciate you sharing your story here. And I want to see more women opening up about these struggles because that is how we can all see that we are not alone and we can learn from each other's experiences and we can support each other and hold each other's hands and walk side by side with each other through these really hard times where it can feel extremely overwhelming. And that's when we learn that you cannot pour from an empty glass. And I do really want to reiterate that we should not be having self-care practices so that we can serve others better, but we should have self-care practices because we deserve to take really, really good care of ourselves. And with that, when you do take care of yourself, you naturally will be able to take better care of others, but you also just deserve as a, the woman who you are to take care of yourself and prioritize your own welfare above anyone else's. And you deserve that. And you don't need to feel guilty about that. And I want to encourage you to look at that as something that is positive and something that is impactful to you and not something that is done in order for you to then be a better wife, a better mother, a better employee, what have you. I want you to take care of yourself because as a woman, you deserve to show up in your own life and take good care of yourself. The natural benefit of that is that you will then be able to take better care of other people as well. So with all that said, let's dive into today's episode because I think that this review actually goes a little bit hand in hand with what we're going to talk about today. 
Today, we're going to talk about six ways to build a champion mindset. Now, I don't want this at all to be dismissive of someone who is struggling with anxiety or depression because it's not just as simple as like, change your mindset and you'll be better. No, not necessarily. That can help, yes, but also sometimes a medical intervention through a doctor can be totally appropriate and necessary step to take. So I don't want to dismiss that at all. But building a champion mindset can also really, really help you in progressing in your life, building momentum in your life, and finding the right direction to really start getting what you want out of life. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. 
just through shifting a couple things in your mind and a few of your habits as well. So let's get into this. First thing for building a champion mindset, you need to focus on relentless pursuit and focus. So this means that you know what you want and you go after what you want and you don't quit when it gets hard or you don't shift directions too soon. I see this happen so often, especially with colleagues of mine in the entrepreneurial space where they'll say, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to start a podcast. And then they get like 13 episodes in, which is like, there's literally statistics. I think that like the average podcast only has 13 episodes or something like that because you get a certain ways in and you're like, huh, well, I haven't made a million dollars yet. So I'm going to quit that. Or you start a blog post and you do like seven blog posts and you're like, well, hmm, only three people have listened or paid it or watched it or read it. So I'm going to stop that. Or you decide that you're going to maybe a multi-level marketing thing. So I'm going to start selling Roden and Fields. And then three weeks in, you're like, well, I haven't really made that much money, so I'm going to quit this. So there's a lot of different ways that we start and stop things because we give up the pursuit way before it can be determined whether or not this thing is going to be successful. The people who are successful oftentimes don't have any special trick or any special gift. It's just that they've kept doing the thing. And so for me with podcasting, I would say, I don't think that I'm like especially gifted at podcasting. I just keep showing up. So when the statistics are that most people don't make it past 20 episodes, I have shown up and never missed a Monday or Wednesday for 257 episodes now. So there's going to be some natural success that comes with just showing up every single time you say you're going to show up. The same thing with writing. If you are writing and you keep writing, you keep showing up or you're speaking, you keep speaking, you keep showing up, like you're going to have some success with that over time because you are going to continue to get better and you're going to continue to craft your skill and hone your skill and get better and better with time and with practice. That's like the rule of 10,000 hours. If you practice anything for 10,000 hours, you are said to be at an expert level because you have done it enough that you can't not be an expert at it. Whether that is 10,000 hours of making amazing cocktails and bartending, or it's 10,000 hours of like writing self-help books, either way, it's the same thing, right? Maybe it's 10,000 hours of pitching a baseball. Maybe it's 10,000 hours of playing the piano. If you show up with relentless pursuit and focus, you will get good at the thing you're trying to get good at. That doesn't mean that it's easy, but that's very simple, right? You keep showing up and doing the thing that you want to do, and you will eventually get the result that you want to get. That might take three months. It might take three years. It might take 13 years. Who knows? That's going to depend on a lot of different things. But if you build that champion mindset that I'm going to keep doing this thing and I'm going to pursue it until I get what I want out of it, that makes a huge difference. And there's a big difference between that mindset versus keeping it really conditional and like, I'm only going to do this if I can make this amount of money by a certain day, or I'm only going to, you know, play this sport or, you know, run a 5k if I can run my first 5k in under 24 minutes, because I want to only do eight minute miles. So we often put conditions on situations and that gets in the way of the champion mindset. So the champion mindset says, if your first 5k, your goal is 24 minutes and maybe you do it in 29 minutes maybe you do it in 34 minutes. That means you keep showing up and you go back to working on your speed and working on your distance and you do another 5k and you see how that one goes. Chances are you're going to get closer to that 24 minute goal the second time around. 
So no matter what the goal is, if you show up with relentless pursuit and focus, you will continue to get closer and closer to the goal. Number two is to put on blinders. Part of putting on blinders means that you narrow your vision. You get really clear on what you want and focused on what you want, and you don't get distracted by the stuff on the periphery. And this is a really hard one if you spend any time on social media. So I see this happen a lot where people jump from thing to thing. And so a lot of women who I see wanting to start different businesses online, they get distracted by what other people are doing and they jump around and they never get really deep into one thing where they can build success because they keep shifting and pivoting before they can get successful in that one area. So I will tell you, like I have held back in pursuing certain things in the last year or so, because I know what I want to do with this podcast. And so like, I'm purposefully not writing a book right now. And I am not applying for a lot of speaking engagements, because it's really important to me that I get the podcast to a certain level of accomplishment and success before I move on to the next thing. Now, some of those things can happen simultaneously. Yes. But also, I have to be very careful that I don't get distracted. Because at a certain point, a book could be a distraction that would take away from my current goals for the rest of 2018. And so I have to be very clear. So I actually went recently, I was in Philadelphia for podcast movement. And there was someone who presented on like how to write your first book in 30 days. And I took a million notes. His presentation was amazing. And I got so many great, so much great information. I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to do this. I can totally do this. And I thought, okay, so I'm going to take all these notes And I'm going to put this away until at least 2019. Because just because I have this information and these tools right here at my fingertips does not mean that this is the right time. So for my champion mindset, for me to be a champion at what I'm doing right now, I am putting on blinders and eliminating distractions and not letting myself get sucked into other things or not letting myself get distracted by shiny object syndrome where I'm going in lots of different directions. I'm being really clear and really intentional about what I want to have happen in the next six months or so. And that will protect me from distraction and protect me from failure in the area where I want to succeed because I know what I need to say yes to and I know what I need to say no to. And that's very, very critical. Number three is protecting your headspace. So if you want to have a champion mindset, you have to guard your headspace. Make sure that you are exposing yourself to things that inspire you and light you up and help you move forward and help you hone your craft and help you feel powerful and positive and purposeful. That means you might have to get rid of some exposure to other things. It might mean that you're getting rid of the people who make you crazy on social media. It might mean that you limit your conversation with family members who are negative and who suck you into their drama. It might mean that you don't go to happy hour after work anymore because there's people who take from your power when you're with them and who minimize your work or your role or who are so negative about your workplace that it makes you less functional in your position. So protecting your headspace is going to be really, really huge. Protecting your headspace often means that you have to focus on bringing the good stuff in. So that can be the good stuff like personal development reading, and it can be the journaling, processing through journaling. It can be your 15-minute manifest. So if you don't have the 15-minute manifest from the Shameless Mom Academy, make sure you get that. The 15-minute manifest is a 15-minute morning routine that helps you craft your day 
which helps you craft your weeks and really shift how you embrace the day, how you take on the day, and really what you get done over the course of a week and a course of a month. And it really can be a life-changing experience. So if you want to be protecting your headspace, make sure you are doing that 15-minute manifest every morning. And if you don't have that, there's a free template for that if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash 15mm. Again, that's shamelessmom.com forward slash 15mm. And I'll put that in the show notes as well, because you have to have those tools where you are getting the things that you want or the things that you need into your brain every day, whether that is through reading, whether that is through watching TED Talks, whether that is through the conversations that you're having with positive people versus negative people. So how you protect your headspace, some of that is eliminating the negative. And then some of that is really cultivating the positive and making space for that positive and allowing that to come in. And also really creating time to build up the positive parts of your headspace so that that can be a more powerful part of how you cultivate that champion mindset. Number four, the fourth way to build a champion mindset is to take radical responsibility for reprogramming self-limiting beliefs. This one is really big because we all have self-limiting beliefs. We all think that we're not good at certain things. Maybe you think you're not good at math because you had to take college algebra three times. Maybe you think you're not good at reading because you always were a slow reader and scored low on your SATs. Maybe you think you're not good at sports because you never played team sports growing up or whenever you did, you felt like a fool. Maybe you think that you're not good at motherhood because you lose your patience a lot. So you have to take radical responsibility for reprogramming your self-limiting beliefs. And that might mean that you go out and you find a sport and you practice it and prove to yourself that, oh, actually, you're not bad at all sports. I know for me, this came as an adult when I started doing independent sports. I never did team sports growing up. And I always felt like the weak link when I had to do team sports and PE classes, I always was so nervous that I was like going to ruin it for the team. But when I started doing things on my own as an adult, and I was like, oh, like I can run reasonably fast, like not super fast, but reasonably fast. I can finish a race in like the 50th percentile for my age group. Like that's not bad. And then I started taking boxing classes and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is super, super fun. As it turns out, I'm like way more coordinated than I thought. Like don't put me in a hip hop class or anything, but I can actually do some boxing stuff. So getting rid of self-limiting beliefs around my athleticism was huge for me. Getting rid of self-limiting beliefs if you're someone who maybe didn't do well in reading and writing growing up or perform poorly in grades or SATs, but then decides that you have a really powerful message and you want to share that through writing, that can be extremely powerful for just the simple step of starting a journal and showing up and writing like 500 words a day. There's all sorts of different protocols for writing and getting books done where you write like 1500 words every single day until you have 40,000 words. And basically then you have enough to write a book and you just write 1500 words every day until you have your 40,000. And you write that without qualifying the writing. You just write and you write and you write without going back and editing, without judging it, without anything. You just write. And by the time you've written that 40,000 words, it's enough for a book. That doesn't mean that you go publish those 40,000 words because it might not be you know, up to par with what you would actually want to publish, but it means that you are capable of writing a book. And there's a lot of different programs you can use. I've seen, I mean, you could do a Google search and you can see how to do these, but I've not done it, but I've known a number of people who have. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, actually I'm a writer. I'm a champion writer. Like I can sit down and write 40,000 words. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence 
Whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. So oftentimes, we have to reprogram our self-limiting beliefs. If you're someone who's always struggled with money, you might have a belief that you always will struggle with money. You might really struggle with scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset. So if you are someone who struggles with money and thinks that like there's never enough, there's never enough money, there's never enough time, there's never enough this, there's never enough that, you need to really get around that by reprogramming that I have always had enough. I always will have enough. I've never not been able to pay my bills. I'm resourceful. I've always picked myself up. I've always been able to find what I need. I've always been able to make enough money. I've always been able to make ends meet. I always have enough. There always will be enough, like all sorts of mental reprogramming around that. If money is a hang up for you, then you read the books about like one of the great ones right now is you are a badass at making money by Jen Sincero, which I will link up in the show notes here. And that book alone can really help you with your mindset around making money and help you start to reprogram your self-limiting beliefs. If you think you're a bad parent because you work all the time and you're cranky with your kids in the evening, you need to reprogram that. How can you reprogram that so that you can start showing up differently and believe differently that I am an amazing mom. Even if I only see my kids for two hours a day, we have really great quality time together. We have so much fun. We laugh together. We dance. We sing. We have dance parties. We do fun things. We do crafts together. We make memories. We take pictures. We smile. Like we take walks together. I know one of the things I loved in Differently Wired, Debbie Reber talked about having really rough parenting days with her son, Asher, who has Asperger's and ADHD. And she was homeschooling him and she would get to the end of the day sometimes and just feel like such a failure because everything had gone wrong. And one of the things that she did from time to time, I think she still does from time to time, is she would just say, 
if things got really rough during a day of homeschooling, she'd just like throw the schedule out the window and be like, you know what? We're going for a walk. And they'd go for like a two hour walk. And she would mentally reframe it rather than sitting in that place of self-limiting beliefs around, I'm an awful mom. I have no patience. I'm bad at homeschooling. She knew that she had to get herself out of those ruts before she got in too deep. And so she would immediately shift gears when she felt herself getting to those points and shift gears and change course for the day or for the evening and get over that self-limiting belief by proving something else, by proving something better is true. So when you feel like something negative is true, when you feel stuck in that negative self-limiting belief, you need to immediately create the new self-limiting belief by creating a new opportunity to prove otherwise. How can you prove otherwise? How can you prove that you can do hard things? How can you prove that you are good at certain things? How can you prove that you have more capacity than you thought in different areas of your life? You have to take radical responsibility for reprogramming that. Because if this programming is something that has existed in you for a long, long time, it might be something from your childhood. If a parent told you from the time you were little that you were not good enough or smart enough or strong enough, that's something that you probably still carry with you. And reprogramming can take a long time and it can be hard work. So you have to take radical responsibility for that. It's not just as simple as like, I'm going to read a book and be all better, or I'm going to like, you know, do one thing and make it be better in the next 24 hours. It is taking radical responsibility for showing up every day to work on that reprogramming. And then you'll see the progress over time. Number five, your fifth way to build a champion mindset is to view everything as practice. So while you're reprogramming your self-limiting beliefs, it's all practice. So when I'm trying to show up and I'm trying to run that first 5K, I'm just showing up and practicing every day. When I'm trying to show up and be a more patient mom, I'm just showing up and practicing every day, doing the best that I've got. When I'm trying to reprogram myself around my scarcity mindset around money, just showing up and practicing that like, ooh, I saved $5 today. I used a dollar off coupon here. I didn't buy that one thing that I don't really need. I gave up buying coffee at Starbucks. All the little ways that you practice every day, those little things that you do that are practice that you could easily dismiss, those are the big things actually. So you have to be really clear on, here's how I'm practicing. Here's the little thing I'm doing every day to show up and to practice. And when you view everything as practice, the great thing is you don't need to be super self-critical in any capacity because if you're constantly just focusing on practice, it's never a major performance. I'm going to say that again. If you're always focusing on practice, it's never a major performance. So you don't need to get super stressed out about any one thing. You're just showing up and practicing a little bit at a time every damn day. Then when you're not focusing on things being a major performance, then you can be a little more light about how you manage them. So if you completely screw up, oh, well. Even if you completely screw up and it's kind of a bigger thing, you just look at it as practice. You go for the job interview, you completely screw up, oh, well, I'll go for another job interview next week. If you go for your first 5K and you end up having to walk half of it, oh, well, I'll do another one next month. It's all just practice. You try to be super patient with your kids and you all end up crying at the end of the night. It was just practice. I get to try again tomorrow. You go in and you ask for a raise from your boss and you totally flub it up and it doesn't happen. Oh, well, I'm going to prove my worth in this company and I'm going to take notes on how I'm doing that and I'm going to go back and present to my boss again in a few months and I'm going to really blow them out of the water this time. So everything is just practice. 
And number six, the sixth way to build a champion mindset is to stay in motion and momentum. This is key. Stay in motion and momentum. So when you stay in motion, you keep moving toward what you want, even if there's setbacks. When you stay in momentum, you don't let yourself get stuck because there's always reasons to get stuck. There's always things that you can let hold you up. There's always things you can let pull you back. There's always going to be circumstances where you will think, maybe I don't need to try today. Maybe I don't need to keep moving. Maybe I can take a break. Maybe I should try again next year. No, 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 no. You stay in motion. You maintain the momentum because it's much easier to stay in motion and maintain the momentum than to stop and start over. It is so hard to start over. Think about any time you've tried to change eating habits and you stop and start again. Some of us do this every Friday, for God's sake. Every Friday we think, I'm just going to let loose a little this weekend. Just going to let loose, have some treats, have a few drinks. And before we know it, it's Sunday and we feel like we've been gluttonous all weekend. And then we think, come tomorrow, I am going to completely turn it around. I'm going to get back on the wagon. I'm going to not have any sugar, any alcohol the whole entire week. Well, by Monday at like three o'clock, you've had a stressful meeting with your boss. You've had your kid texting from school all day that they're mad, upset about something. They don't feel good. Maybe they had to go home early. You haven't had time to go grocery shopping to actually get the healthy food that you promised you were going to eat today. And so by three o'clock, you're at the vending machine getting a Snickers bar and all those great intentions around having a super healthy week are already out the window. And so we often at that point think, well, I had the Snickers bar and now I'm going to go home and have a glass of wine and we're probably going to order pizza for dinner. So I'm just going to start again next week. And when we've given ourselves permission to take just a couple days off, just a couple days to indulge, it often can turn into months because it's so hard to get started again. So you have to stay in motion and continue the momentum. So that doesn't mean that you never like let yourself have, you know, in the food example, especially, it doesn't mean that you never let yourself rest or have indulgences. You can have that, but it needs to be part of the plan. So if you are working on, you know, let's say you're working on writing the book, you let yourself have a day off of writing here and there, or maybe some days you write a little less than other days. Maybe some days, you know, instead of writing, you go for a walk for inspiration to get some ideas. That's okay but you keep moving. You let that be part of the plan. On Mondays, I rest. On Tuesdays, I write. Same thing with your workout. Same thing with your eating. You know, on Saturday, I'm going to this amazing dinner. That's going to be my indulgence. And then on Sunday, I'm going to have my omelet and my fruit. And I'm going to be right back into eating in a way that fuels me and serves my goals, whatever that might look like for you. So really looking at how you can stay in motion and end in momentum. That doesn't mean you can't have some built-in rest or breaks. You can, but when you have long pauses and detours, that's where we get into trouble. And that's where we start to give up on the champion mindset and we give up on the goal and we start to give back into the self-limiting beliefs. We forget about our relentless pursuit. So remembering that in order to maintain the relentless pursuit, we have to stay in motion. In order to stay in motion, we have to stay focused on the relentless pursuit. Those two go very much hand in hand. All right. So I'm going to say all six again, six ways to build a champion mindset. First, you're going to focus on relentless pursuit of your goals. Second, you're going to put on blinders in order to eliminate distractions. Third, you're going to protect your headspace. Fourth, you are going to take radical responsibility for reprogramming self-limiting beliefs. Five, you are going to view everything as practice. 
And six, you are going to stay in motion and momentum. Okay. So I want to know how you're doing these things. Let me know. Share over on our Facebook group over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook and our private Facebook group. I want to know how you are building and maintaining a champion mindset because that is how you build the life that you love and a life that really serves you and gets you what you want. And it can be really, really amazing. All right. Thank you for being here today. I can't wait to be back here again with you in a couple days. Thank you so much for spending time with me today in the Shameless Mom Academy. I really, really appreciate you being here. If this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you get all episodes as soon as they're released and you never miss an episode. You can do that by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will drop you into Apple Podcasts where you can click on the little subscribe button. While you're there, please also rate and review the show. Let me know what you loved. Let me know in what ways you are a shameless mom. And remember, Shameless Mom of the Week nominations come from our reviews. So if you want to be nominated, you got to leave a review. So make sure you leave a review over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And lastly, share this episode with other shameless moms in your lives. The way the show grows and the way we build our community is by you all spreading the word. So take a screenshot of this episode, share it on social media, tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram or Facebook. I will make sure I reply as quickly as I possibly can, sending you lots of loves and shout outs. And I can't wait to connect with you there. Until next time, have a great day. And remember, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.